you know, I talked to I talked to Randy this morning. I talked to Randy yesterday. I, we exchanged messages over the weekend. Uh, we've uh, talked to Pacific every single day. Um, and then you always have all the background noise about like you're always trying to project what if. You know, my what I'm hoping we can avoid is I'm hoping we can avoid as many full installs where we lose a game, right? So that's why I've been driving my staff crazy about like, hey, I need hourly updates because in fact I had um, Rob Ramos reach out to the respective trainers today because I didn't want to start an install or, or yesterday I didn't want to start an install yesterday in practice uh, if if there was any news that we were going to lose a game. I just think that's emotionally draining on the guys. We went through that at least four times last year, right? Where we did a full install and then lost the game. And um, so, um, so I actually told Rob, I'm like, okay, it, we practice it too. I need a report back from the other two trainers at one, just the best, most current recent information they have. And um, so it's, it just turns into daily conversations uh, with the guys that you're on your schedule and the guys that prospectively could jump onto the schedule. And we're looking for some clarification from the league. Uh, you know, we don't have any extra games in our pocket. I'd like to have one or two. So, uh, meaning we don't have any games available to us out of conference. We've already maxed out at 15. And so hopefully they'll give us that flexibility. Um, but right now with the games we have scheduled, we're talking every day. What's the, um, uh, you know, I've talked to, I've talked to Fuey, uh, I've talked to Todd Golden multiple times. I mean, it, that's just what's happening in the conference right now. We're just talking to everybody. What's kind of maybe the theme that's causing some of the pauses in the league that you've heard is a maybe lack of boosters? I mean, what what's kind of the consensus of what's happening in the, in the conference? Well, I think in college basketball, I think a lot of guys came back to campus and there was probably some testing protocol for when guys came back to campus is my guess. Um, and so um, – I'm hoping that it's going to just be this kind of one really heavy hit and then things will, you know, I'm hoping that all the games from, from here on out will go off without a hitch. So, Are you kind of keeping an eye on that, that USF Loyola game? Every time it's a great game, obviously. Yeah. Also, it's maybe kind of a model of like, hey, this is really cool what, what they're doing. Yeah. Like maybe kind of see what they did here. Yeah, it's really it's really great opportunity. You know, they had San Francisco had one game left. They were one game under, right? So they had scheduled one game less, or for whatever reason, had one game left to give to fifteen. And um, you know, credit Todd and, uh, to, for getting that done because it's the game that we're all chasing, right? Those are the games that we all want. So, from your time when you're an assistant here, and now you're entering your third year, um, what differences have you seen in the league in that time? Well, this is the best the league's ever been. It's not even close. I mean, we have four teams in the top 40 right now, give or take a spot, right? And um, I think it's probably six in the top 100. And, um, you know, that's in rarefied air. I don't think all the power fives have four in, in the top 40. Maybe it's close, right? So um, the league is really, really good. Um, uh, and and um, it's, uh, you know, the venues are getting better. And uh, you think about the upgrades that, that schools have made and and uh, the coaching is really, really good and the talent is good. And one of the things that's doing this year is um, you have so many teams in the league that kept their super seniors. So the league is super veteran this year, right? It's, um, and so all those things have kind of combined uh, to make this league really good. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, you think about it, you know, I've said this a couple times, give or take, I mean, give or take a few spots, you know, if you just take St. Mary's, 
and San Francisco and Gonzaga. At the end of the season, that could work out to be, of those six games, that could work out to be four or five quad one games. Quad one games at home against uh, against league opponents. And, and so just that sample size, what is that, 70, 70 or 80 or 60% quad one games out of those six games, is, you know, that's never been here before. And so you think about if you're uh, – you know, if you're if you're out of those four, that's a possibility of eight or seven or six quad one games in league, right? Where traditionally we've been like we've been super happy we get three quad one games in league, and so um, it just gives you a, a, a little bit of idea. I don't I don't know if we've ever at this point, and I, I think it's probably true that WC has never had four teams projected to be in an SLA tournament in January, right? Um, and so that doesn't mean it's going to hold, but it just gives you a sense of how, how competitive this league is right now. It's super cool. What's changed from um, David Stoudemire to now Leonard Perry's uh, Pacific program? What's yeah. That look different? I don't know if a lot's changed. I mean, they're still super physical, and they play really, really hard. And I think they're shooting it better. Uh, they're shooting it better than they have in the past from beyond the three-point line, which is a, a, a big challenge. You know, the three and the four and the five, they're shooting it really, really well from beyond the three. And, um, but they're still long and athletic in the middle. You know, they could put a team on the floor that's 6'3", 6'6", 6'7", 6'7", you know, 6'10", and really long and athletic, and they play hard. So uh, it, the DNA of the team is still there. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, coaches uh, so far on film, it seems like he's been a little bit more locked into um, – you know, he's, it doesn't look like he's switching as much um, defensively right now. It looks like they're running a similar offensive options, a lot of horns, a lot of uh, some weak and, and uh, some floppy, you know, kind of thrown in the beginning end of plays. They still space the floor with their big, so there's a lot of similarities. You know, maybe what changes, too, from non-conference games to league where you just kind of know the personnel, the tendency, what, what maybe changes on the, on the court stylistically? Yeah. Um, it, you know, it's funny. We, we, uh, we've been watching our games from Pacific and St. Mary's course the last three or four days. And it just is like, as a staff, there's times we just all burst out in laughter because it just is a, it's a freaking slugfest. It's just a wrestling match. I mean, it just is nasty and gross and ugly. And that's what league is, right? Um, and, and because guys do know each other and, and it's um, and it gets so physical and it makes it fun. There's one Zoom question. Fire away Zoom question. I think that's me. Hey, coach, it's Julie Jag from the Salt Lake Tribune. Julie, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? How's 2022 going for you? It's good. Thank you. Okay, good. Hey, um, so I just want to take you back to a little bit what you were asked or what you were asked at the beginning. Um, but you know. USF and um, Loyola Chicago are going to come and play at Salt Lake Community College. Kind of when do you, I mean, at what point would BYU start pursuing like a game like that, kind of a non-conference game? And, and when do you start putting those machinations in place to find a place and an opponent and whatnot? Well, what we're hoping, so right now we don't have any spare games. So what that means is, we're, you know, our league schedule is 16 games, and we're allowed to play 31 total if you play a, t a full MTE. And so we played 15 non-conference. We have 16 uh, conference games. So we don't have any flexibility. What we're hoping is that the league, because there's no way we're going to be able to play a full schedule, 
um, like I said, there's, there's teams that are already going to be four games behind, right? And so um, what I'm hoping is the league will give us flexibility where if you lose a game, like uh, we lost the Portland game, where they'll give us the flexibility to either try and reschedule that or, or keep that game in the hopper and maybe get something out of conference. So we'll see. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what the league decides. But that would be our only avenue towards getting creative with our with our schedule. Um I think it could be really good for our league uh, if there was some flexibility. Um, I, I think that uh, if it was something that we did where, you know, um, you know, the team that was canceled on, for example, we were canceled on, uh, if we would give those teams the flexibility, I think it could be really positive. But we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of things to consider um, as that goes forward. But until that happens, we're stuck. When do you expect to hear from the league? Have you, have you asked – yeah, so uh, I know they're having conversations every single day. Um, you know, I've been having conversations with Tom. And um, and so, you know, I, I think they're probably what's going to happen is they'll give us some direction now, and there's a good chance that direction changes in two weeks as we see how things go, right? We're kind of back in that mold where the guidelines will probably change consistently as we go through the season. And sorry, one more question if you don't mind, but how, like at one point do you start to kind of – start wringing your hands as games stack up as cancellations happen because of COVID. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I think essentially, I think it was, uh, you know, without even saying anything, I think our guys were a little bit, I think it was emotional for them. Uh, you know, we found out, I don't know, we found out Portland was getting canceled Tuesday maybe. And, um, and, and the guys didn't say anything, but it just felt like it felt like the air left the building. Right. Um, and so, um, you know, I do, I, we, we have walked down this path before as well as everybody in college basketball, we've done it really successfully. So we're confident that we can do it. We're just excited. That it looks like right now that we got two games this week and that's great. And that means we'll only be one game down in schedule. And, and if, 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 if it stays that way for the season, we'll be super excited. And there's a chance it does. There, there's actually a chance um, that, that we get through the rest of the season relatively on skate. So we're hoping for that. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Julie. Thanks. I'll go ahead. Mark, you have these guys uh, practicing in different types of things and, and with all the pauses. What, what areas do you try to sharpen up when you have some extra days? Because you normally don't during league play. Yeah, so um, we're, we're trying, we're trying uh, some different concepts offensively and defensively right now. And so we'll try and – I mean, we, we're not going to make any wholesale changes, but there's some things that I want to try and filter in. You know, uh, this is some untested concepts that we're going to try and filter into this game against Pacific. And, and we're going to do it gently, right? A couple shots here or there um, and try some new things and see if, if, if there's anything that's got staying power. Um, we're trying to kind of change some of the ways that we space the floor offensively, uh, trying to uh, change some ways where we attack off the ball a little bit. Um, and, and defensively, we're, we're actually trying some, uh, a couple uh, different rotations that I think we'll have to use in the league pretty soon. So um, we're not, there's no wholesale changes, but there's, uh, there's dipping our toe in the water of growth in some different areas that I'm excited to see how it works. As your players start up the semester and you head into some conference games, some pretty tough games, how do you see that affects your players? You mean with, with class? With class, yeah. Well, it's interesting. Um, sometimes I think class can be really steadying for our guys. 
it's the, the, the schedule gets really busy and it gets really full um, and discretionary time starts to go away, but you kind of get in this rhythm and this routine of a grind. Um, and so for some of our guys, I think it's actually super, super beneficial. For all of our guys, it's beneficial because they're getting a great education. But, but um, for some of our guys, I think it actually helps them feel steady in terms of the way they play.